0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the new chats. Today, I am super excited to talk about everything I'm going to talk about in this episode. This episode is going to be kind of just a follow up from last week's episode, but actually going into more of my goals and advice um, and just like what I want for this year. Um, I really love the new year. I know it's kind of cliche and people have all kinds of opinions about goals and kind of resolutions, but honestly, I think the new year is such a great, like fresh start. And I think it just is like a good renewing of your mind and just kind of a good start for how you want to see this upcoming year. And obviously life comes at us, so things always change, but I think it's a great way to have resolutions and goals to start off your new year. So um, I'm going to go in through a couple different categories this year. I'm going to talk about My words of the year, then I'm going to talk about kind of my goals and then tools and then mention a couple items as well. But it's going to be all about the new year. It is January 17th as I'm recording this episode. So I've already been a little bit over two weeks into my resolution. So I'll kind of provide an update on how things are going, what's been working for me, what I want to improve on. Um, and I'm not perfect. So I want people to understand that like you can have goals and resolutions. And you may not hit everything every day. But as long as you continue to wake up the next morning and try to hit those goals, I think that's what counts. So um as far as like recapping this past week, not a lot going on. Um my church has been doing 21 days of prayer and fasting, so we have like a prayer service that you can attend at 6:30 in the morning. So I've actually been going Monday through Friday, which has been great. Um I've been going to bed really early so that I can get up and go to it, but it's been great because from 6:30 to 7:30, I'm able to attend the service and then from 7:30 to 8:30 um before I start work I kind of just chill out on my couch and honestly it's been really nice. I am by no means a morning person, but it's been really great to wake up, probably because I've been sleeping really well and actually getting a lot of sleep. So it's been great to wake up and have that time before I start my work day to kind of just chill, do my own thing, read. Um so I've been really liking that. Um I also went to a really nice new cafe in Cincinnati this past weekend. It's actually a chain. It's called Paris Baguette. And it's located, like, I think, all over the United States. But it's actually started from, I think, a South Korean bakery concept. But it's amazing. If you have one near you, you have to check it out. It's like a self-serve situation, which is great. But honestly, it was some of the best, like, um pastry type cafe food I've ever had I got the ham and cheese croissant and this tiny little um like pastry dessert thing with like custard it was amazing absolutely loved it um and then I've also been reading a ton. So I'll talk a little bit more about that. But my brother got me a Kindle for my birthday. So I've been obsessed with reading. And I usually just kind of go to one of these cafes and read during the weekends. And then during the week, I read at home at night. Um, so I love reading. Um, and it's become like kind of my new obsession. Totally obsessed with the Kindle. Um, I got like the new one that came out. So it's not the Oasis or Paper paperweight I think it's called. It's a different version. It is the most inexpensive one they have and I highly recommend it. I think it's perfect for a beginner um, and I really like mine. It's super small so it's like so convenient. I can fit it in my Lululemon fanny pack when I go places which absolutely love that. So let's jump into the word of the year. So I have two words of the year The first one I have is just like a general overall word of the year. And then I also have like a more spiritual word of the year. So I'll start with like the overall just general word of the year for me. And that is wellness. Now, I know it is kind of a cliche word. But honestly, this past year, it has been like, as far as my health wise, I just feel like my health really just went to shit. Like absolutely just horrible just like I was getting sick a ton I got COVID multiple times I got strep and I just did not feel my best my energy levels were down I experienced hair loss and like significant hair loss so just like a bunch of things were going on so when I mean wellness I don't just mean like exercise diet I mean even past that so definitely exercise and diet are in that but then also my sleep I am a pretty heavy sleeper, and I usually don't have trouble falling asleep, but I do also stay up really late, and then I get up for work, so I'm usually getting, like, on an average before this year, probably would say, like, six hours, um, but I've been really conscious about getting more sleep, um, I've been using, because I've been exercising more, which I'll talk about, I've also been using, like, a sleep supplement to kind of help with that, um, which kind of gets me into supplements, just kind of making sure I'm giving my body extra of what it needs. So if I'm not getting that through diet, so any type of vitamin C, zinc, iron, making sure that I'm taking those supplements. And to kind of know what I need, I recently made an appointment to get some blood work done. So if you're a woman, I highly recommend Her MD. I don't know if it's all over the United States, but I know they have locations in Cincinnati and Kentucky and Tennessee. I know they probably have more, but you can follow their Instagram just for like health helpful, like woman's health information. But I made an appointment with one of their doctors and it is covered by insurance and it's a beautiful clinic. Um, but it's just like all women, and they are really just like mindful when they speak to you. Now they're not your primary care doctor, but they can just help you with like blood work. If you're dealing with any type of issues with your period or fertility or menopause or just like womanly things, they can help you out, um, and just talk to you. And the doctor I met was so amazing. She was, she just like really like listened to me and my concerns, She ordered a bunch of blood work for me. They also do like gynecology work. So highly recommend them if you have one near you. And then I also found a primary care doctor. So those are just some things that I hadn't really taken time to do. But I do want to see if I am lacking in anything that I know what I'm lacking in so that I can be able to fix that and kind of get my body back to where it is. And I'll talk more about like what I'm specifically doing as far as exercising and eating and sleep and stuff in a little bit. But kind of that overall word for the year is just wellness for me. And then my spiritual word of the year is faithfulness. And I really, this word's just kind of, I would say, probably like the end of December to beginning of January. I feel like that, just those words, like God is faithful, his faithfulness, um, has just kind of been on my mind a lot. It's something that I've repeated to myself, something I've constantly said in my prayers. Um And I just really believe that to be true. Um, I am praying for specific things in my life this year. And I do believe that God is faithful and that he will give you the desires of your heart. So I kind of talked about that in last week's episodes. But I just wanted to read two scriptures that specifically kind of are just true for me in this and just kind of give me hope and are kind of what I'm holding on to this year. So the first one is from Psalm 33:4. 4. It says, for the word of the Lord is right and true. He's faithful in all he does. And the second one is Psalm 34:15. It says, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. So just really for me trusting in God's faithfulness and standing on his promises that's kind of like my goal for this year and my overall kind of just like spiritual mindset. So that word has just been kind of honestly it's brought me a lot of comfort this like beginning of this year and just as I go into this year it's hard you know to be patient for the things you want but I do believe God is faithful and he knows the correct timing for your life so Uh, I'm just kind of holding on to that promise and I'm kind of believing that for this year. So that wraps up the words of the year. The next I want to go into kind of what I've been doing. So I'll first off start by saying I decided at the beginning of the year that I was going to do, um, the 75 hard challenge. I'm not doing specifically 75 hard. I'm doing 75 medium. I also think there's 75 soft. But I actually don't really know like the details of where 75 Hard came from or who started it. But it's been pretty popular like this past year. I've seen a lot of people do it. I do know 75 Hard is like pretty intense. I know that it's two workouts a day Um, and it's like usually one outside, one inside. I know that it's a gallon of water, no cheat meals, no alcohol, um, specific diet. And then like, I think it's like 10 pages of reading a day, um, and a progress picture. So I just knew like, for me, that wasn't a realistic, like a two 45 minute workouts a day. I just knew that wouldn't happen. And I knew there was always things that were going to come up. So I kind of Googled variations of it and I found one 75 medium. So the one I'm specifically doing is 75 medium. It's following a diet, which I'll talk about what that specifically looks like for me. It's a 45 minute workout. It is no alcohol and cheat meals. It's half a go- gallon of water a day and then five pages of reading. And then you take a progress picture as well. So I actually got a template from Etsy, which I can link. Um, I will link in, I'm going to put a graphic on Instagram with kind of things that I talk about on this episode, but I'm also going to link it in, um, the blog post as well. So, I got a template from Etsy. It's a really pretty aesthetic template and it has like checkboxes for each day that you x out and then it also has individual checkboxes for each of these items. So, I'll kind of run through um, you know, the first one, so following a diet. So, for me, that is I do really well with counting calories. I know not everyone um also I should say trigger warning if like any of this is going to, you know, um, it's not going to be beneficial for you. Um, especially if you're struggling with health things. Um, I don't want this to trigger anyone. So just as I talk about health and diet, I just want you to know, I come from a place where I think there needs to be a balance with everything. Um, so I don't want to come across as that, you know, I'm some, pushy diet person, that's not how I am. But this is what works for me. So I'm talking about specifically what I do that is helpful for me. And I've done all kinds of things. I've done, you know, really restrictive stuff like Weight Watchers, where you're eating really under your calories, but you're losing a lot of weight really fast. And that kind of worked for me in college, I wouldn't say that it was horrible. I personally have a pretty good relationship with food. So for me, none of those were triggers. But I don't recommend it now, just because of how restrictive it is. but I will say for me, counting calories is very beneficial. so I count calories using the app called lose it um, and I like it just because I like the way you can track things on it better than my fitness pal. Um, but what I do is when I set up um the app. I put in a goal weight and then you can choose how much um, pounds you want to lose a week. And that is going to give your calorie amount to eat in a deficit. Um, for me, one and a half pounds a week is kind of a good middle ground. Now, obviously I could choose that to be higher and I would be eating in more of a deficit, but for me, restrictive eating, like not being able to eat the things I want, not feeling full, constantly, like not thinking I have extra calories is really like not helpful for me. So I like to put one and a half and kind of just plan my day about it. And if I go over a little bit, that's fine but most of the time I'm probably under, especially with exercise. So I'm still eating in a pretty even a more of a deficit than probably I need to, but I'm getting a decent amount of calories a day. And I'm not going to say the calorie amount, but I will say mine is a pretty high amount of calories. And in no way do I feel restrictive, I feel like I can go out and eat and get what I want. I'm just counting portions, so I'm using a food scale, which I highly recommend Um, if you are trying to lose weight, count calories, or anything. A food scale is like super big key to that because honestly, when you, for example, a bag of chips, like I still buy chips, even though I'm trying to eat healthy and count calories, but I weigh them out Be- versus just like taking a handful and putting it on your plate, most of the time, you're going to take a couple handfuls. And I would say you're probably most likely eating three serving sizes versus one. So I use a food scale to measure everything out, that may seem restrictive to some people. But for me, it's I'm able to get and taste what I want, but just not overdoing it. So being mindful of that. But that really is helpful for me, I really do well with counting calories, especially at such a steady pace so one and a half pounds a week is actually really good you'll most likely lose more if you're exercising and um, eating below your deficit and being consistent with it but I will say like that's a good medium for me and that's what I'm using um so that's the follow a diet part for me now it does say like no alcohol and cheat meals so I am doing the no alcohol I would say as far as cheat meals I'm still eating things that I really like I am not restricting myself as far as like dairy or carbs, I'm not counting macros in any way I do look at my macros and try to be more heavy on the protein. But in no way am I restricting myself so cheat meals in the sense like I'm also not really eating out. Um It doesn't mean I'm fully restrictive, like I went to a cafe and if something comes up, I would grab dinner with a friend, but I'm not really getting takeout like Chick-fil-A or stuff like that, even though I probably could fit that in my calories. I'm just not doing that. So I am being more mindful in that area, but I am doing no alcohol, which I'll talk a little bit more about no alcohol in just a little bit, but. Um, the next one is a 45 minute workout. So I have to say I've been consistent since January 2nd, January 1st, not count because that was just a day to recover. But since January 2nd to today, I have done a 45 workout, 45 minute workout each day. It's honestly been pretty much more than 45 minutes just because I've been primarily going to the gym. And once you're there, you know, you're kind of just there and do a full workout. But I've really been mindful of, um, I have an Apple Watch. So closing my rings, that's a great way for me to keep track of myself and consistent. Um, and as far as like what I've been doing at the gym. So I have been doing 12 30. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it. But 12 3 is basically a treadmill workout. Um, it's speed 12 um sorry incline 12 speed 3 for 30 minutes so that's pretty much what I do every time I go to the gym I go there and I do that sometimes I do for 20 minutes just depending on how much time I have and like what else I'm gonna do and then after that I kind of switch between different body parts for the day so meaning um, I always start out with the 12 through 30 and then I've been doing either legs, next day I may do arms, shoulders, abs, kind of rotate between all of that. Um, as far as like knowing what to do, because I've kind of been honestly, I would say this past year, really out of my gym game, I've really lost like a lot of strength. Um, I've also like, I just kind of forget on what to do. So for me, um, like Instagram reels and Pinterest has been super helpful for just like idea workout ideas. And I've really just been saving those and following those and I really, really like them. Um, Pinterest as well, I just like look up shoulder workouts, ab workouts, standing ab workouts, and just like kind of making stuff on my own that is, excuse me, really helpful. So I've been really liking that. I probably do that for about after the 30 minutes of treadmill for about another 20 to 25 minutes. I focus on that and I usually always end with like an ab circuit of at least like five to 10 minutes. And then after that, I've been going to the sauna, my gym has a sauna for 15 minutes after that, which has been really great just to kind of sweat out any toxins and just kind of, I don't know, it just really freshens yourself up, Um, gets rid of any like water weight and things like that. So that's kind of been my cycle for Monday through Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday... I have been usually doing a walk so some sort of outdoor walk some sort of outdoor activity as my workout and then if I still am not meeting like my full um like workout like minutes then I will do like an at-home workout so I do have a kettlebell at home and um I have bands, which I've been really liking bands at the gym as well, really, especially for my legs. I've been doing a ton of workouts with the bands. um, And I will link the ones I got, which I really like. They also are tied to an app that has great um, exercises. So I will link that in my post as well. But that's kind of what I've been doing Um, as far as like my whole workout, so Saturday, Sunday's a little bit more relaxed, but I'm still getting an exercise in. It's just like an outdoor walk or something. And for me, I love walking outside, but I need something going. So for me, like the couple things that I do is I usually save a podcast that I've been wanting to listen to for that walk, or I listen to an audiobook. So that's usually what I'm doing. Music. I usually get bored of it. So I can only really do music at the gym. Um, and I have to have something more like keeping me occupied. Um, when I'm on a walk, even when I'm on the treadmill, I usually do a podcast or book. Um, but when I'm doing like weights and stuff, I'll do music. So that's what I've been doing there. Um, Next thing on that 75 medium is half a gallon of water. So I will say the half a gallon of water is probably the one that I've been slacking on that I definitely want to be better at. So I do have a Stanley cup, which it's really nice because you can drink a lot of water. um, If you fill it up, it's a huge cup. I think it's like 40 ounces, Um, but water for me is hard. I will say that. So I have been drinking more water, especially because I've been so consistent with working out. But that is something that I continually to focus on that I've kind of slacked off on and not done as best. Um, but like I said, you know, there's not, you can't always hit everything, but every day I get up and still focus on, okay, I'm going to drink more water today. Um, and then lastly, here's five pages of reading. So I've actually been super into reading this year. I've actually been three books into the new year. Um, I really, like I said, love the Kindle. Now, I haven't been reading nonfiction books and that's probably better for you. But honestly, I think reading in general is good for you. It is a better way to wind down at the end of the night, especially, um, but fiction is my preference. I read a couple of Colleen Hoover books that I really like. I'm reading a thriller right now. So I'll talk probably like more books and recommendations um, in another episode. But I've been really liking reading and really enjoying the Kindle. So that hasn't been a problem for me to read every night. I've pretty much looked forward to it. Um, with my like focus schedule right now, I'm pretty much in bed by 830. So I pretty much read from 830 to whenever I fall asleep. Um, yeah, so that kind of wraps up the 75 medium kind of what I'm doing. Um, as far as other things about just like health and wellness, um, I talked about, you know, getting a primary care doctor and just like a woman's doctor. So like I said, I collected blood work just to test like any deficiencies. Um, I haven't had my follow-up appointment as well, but I will say insurance is a luxury. So if you do have insurance and have the ability to, um, to be able to Go to a doctor and do blood work. I highly recommend um, requesting it. Sometimes they aren't always willing just because they're like, oh, nothing's wrong, just give it a week or so. But I just, I think it's always good just to get it done, just to see how your body is doing. Um, other kind of goals that I have for this year is um, financial goals. So financial goals, I think we all always have them, you know, we always have goals that we want to get to as far as when it comes to finances. I've been pretty good. Um, I'm pretty good about budgeting. So I do love Excel spreadsheets. I've always had one for my budgets and um, I've used a pretty basic one. I kind of created on my own, put in some formulas and just kind of put in like a budget. But I haven't ever tracked my expenses. So I've actually logged everything down. but. Um this year I've decided to be even more detailed and log everything down. So I actually bought off Etsy a budget template and I really really love the one I bought. So I will link that. They she comes with like a you can buy like the full like budget template but then you can also buy add-ons which I did so I bought the savings and debt add-ons I still have student loan debt so you know that's something that I definitely want to pay off um and then also the savings one and it is really aesthetic you can choose different colors mine's like a pale pink beige color um and I absolutely love it um I highly recommend it I've had such a great experience with it and it actually makes me really excited like I Absolutely love tracking and I look at it pretty much every day. Um, and it's been really interesting to track my expenses to honestly, it's kind of scary um actually like logging everything because even though I'm staying in budget, I'm logging and seeing specifically where most of my things are going to. So um, you know. Am I spending like a lot on Starbucks, Target? Like, what is my money going to Amazon? And like, kind of seeing everything. Um, so I really, really do like it. Um, and I think it's been it's been really helpful to like use um, and just kind of see where your money's going. Um, some like key tips I just want to talk about when it comes to like savings and financial goals. So one of the biggest things for me is. I always over budget. So what I mean by that is there may be like a number in your head that you want to stick to as far as your monthly expenses, but life happens. And honestly, especially nowadays with inflation and just things going up, it's really hard to kind of stick to that. So for example, say that you think on average, you spend $400 a month on groceries and eating out. Well, I would recommend that you actually budget 500 because it's always better to be over budget and have money left over than to plan a certain month and go over that because then I feel like it throws everything else off. So for me, um, you know, being able to log my expenses and show me, you know, next month, I may have to over budget in this area because this month, I went on under. So I think over budgeting is key to help you stick to the budget because it's really about sticking to the budget. Yes, you want to save as much as you can invest as much as you can. But honestly, for me, I am while I definitely promote saving and investing in all of that I also believe in living your life I think we can get so focused on all of that that we are so restrictive with our daily life so for me I think it's about finding a balance and for me that's what I say like I like to over budget things so that i rather be under budget, but I'm still living my life and I'm not depriving myself from so much. So that's what I like to do. And then as far as savings goals, I like to categorize everything. So I don't have these like in my bank accounts as individual specific savings accounts. But I do like to use, um, I do like to categorize in my spreadsheet. I'm like, I'm putting certain money For certain things so like for me the um, top five items I'm saving for are a house so that would be like a future that's like my long term big future plan and then I also have pools for vacation emergency and then for gifts. So gifts is like for you know birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, all those kind of things. And then vacation is any type of travel expenses. And emergency is what I would use if you know something happened to my car or some unexpected expense that I didn't plan for I would pull out of emergency. So that's kind of what I use. Um, and I really like that way because You're kind of seeing and building upon each category um i also recommend if you don't have one already to have a high yield savings account so one that has um that you're actually getting interest off of it i use capital one savings i really like them um and i i can put a link as well for that as well but i highly recommend that um because a lot of the times i have a savings account with chase as well which is like my normal day-to-day banking but You don't get any interest on those savings, but with Capital One, you do. And there's also not a lot of restrictions. So if you have to pull money in and out, you can, um, which is great. Um, And there's a lot of Capital One ATMs that you can pull from. So I highly recommend that if just because you're getting some sort of interest on your savings. So that's kind of my financial advice. I am no means perfect. I have debt and I'm trying to pay it off. And people have all kinds of opinions, you know, there's the huge like Dave Ramsey, where you're putting pretty much everything to debt, and living really minimal and paying it off. For me, that's just not something that's ever worked out for me. I have tried that before. But honestly, at the stage of life I am, I just don't think that's practical. So I've really come out with a way where I am, you know, paying off my debt, I am on time with all my bills. And I am building my credit, but I'm saving, but also enjoying my life. So I think it's whatever works for you. You know, if for you, you have these savings goals and stuff that you want to hit as soon as possible, then obviously cutting down your expenses is what you're going to have to do. But for me, I still have a couple years before I really think about certain things. So I'm just kind of like living life, enjoying, um, but also saving towards the future as well. So. That's my recommendation there. Also, one last thing I just want to say to that. If you are capable of having a side hustle, highly, highly recommend you get one. I have a side hustle. Um, My side hustle is I work at a cheese shop on Saturdays. And I make pretty decent money there working Saturdays. Um, I have cut down my hours this year, um, just to like two times a month, but it's still extra money. Um, It's ranged for me, you know, up to an extra $800 a month to just a couple hundred. So no matter what, it's still extra money. So if you are capable, especially if you don't have other responsibilities, like at the stage of life I'm in, I don't have kids or a family. It's, I highly recommend you get a side hustle. Now, there's a lot of side hustles that you can do from home, things that you can create, but I think side hustle is great. I think it's a great way to use your time, especially if you're capable and especially if you have goals that you want. I think, um, and side hustle is great to, um, help with those. And then lastly, um, I just want to kind of briefly end with just like spiritual goals. Um, For me, like I've talked many times on this podcast, it is really important part of my life. And my relationship with God is but honestly, I would say these past couple this past year, especially, you know, it's been ups and downs. And it took me a while to really find like a church I really enjoyed. And also, you know, there were just other things in my life that I felt I was a lot of a lot of distractions, where I haven't been as intentional with my time with God. But I've really been super intentional this start of the year to really focus on that. Um And my church does, does a great job of helping you prepare for that by um doing like a 21 days of prayer and fasting. And for me, that's been really great. I've been to a church before previous to this that also did it. But I'm gonna be honest, I only went maybe like once a week during when they had it. And I really never was super intentional about it. But this is the first time that I've actually been really consistent. Um, I've pretty much gone every Monday through Friday that they've had it so far. It's at 630 in the morning, which is pretty intense. But it's honestly been like such a blessing in my life. Um, They talked about about, you know, having a specific miracle that you are wanting for your life to pray about and be consistent with that. And that is what I did. I wrote down the specifical the specific need that I wanted in my life. And I wrote down specifics to it. So specific items, um, categories. I wrote down to the detail of what I'm wanting this miracle to look like. And I've prayed for that every day. And I read through that list and I pray for that. I also, you know, take that time to pray for others and just like my community. And it's been really great. And it's been such a great way to set up this year for me. Um, and then as far as the fasting part of it, so for me, because I was doing all this other like kind of diet stuff I didn't want to fast anything like food wise but I did want to fast um media in some sort of way um and for me I chose to fast YouTube and that may be like weird to some people but I actually watch a decent amount of YouTube a lot during the day um I don't really watch TV but I watch YouTube every time I eat when I go to bed Um, And there's a lot of like influencer videos that I love to watch. And there's nothing wrong with them. But I decided that especially during lunch is when I normally watch those, um, that I would fast from that. So during that time, I would actually use that time to um, have my devotion time with God, which has been really great. So I eat and then for about 30 to 45 minutes, I have my devotional. And I'm going to link the specific devotional stuff I use. I like to be very organized. And I like aesthetic things. So for me, the books that I use, the things that I help that help me, you know, draw closer to God and kind of be more consistent. Um, are these certain items. So I have a prayer journal that I use. I love the prayer journal. It's a woman's prayer journal. It is very beautiful. I use it on a weekly basis. Um, so I do I write in it every day. Um, but I use it for that whole week. And then I'm also doing a reading through the Bible book. So that one is great because it tells me about the four chapters I need to read that day. And I read through those. And for certain days, it comes with like a writing portion that you can fill out as well. And then I have a notebook that I use to just jot down any notes. And then I use the She Reads Truth Bible. It's a beautiful Bible. It is very aesthetic. Um, it's the Christian standard version, but I really like it, especially if you're a woman looking for a Bible, highly recommend. I will say the pages are a little thin, but the Bible's actually meant for you to like journal through as well. Um, so it has a lot of margin space, which I like, but I really do like the Bible and it's really beautiful. So I've been doing that and I've stayed pretty, I've stayed very consistent so far, which has been great and I really want to continue that as part of my year. Um, I know I'm not perfect there's probably days I'm going to have to skip but I think being really intentional with my time with God and just like like I said my word for the year of faithfulness is just bringing a lot of like peace and comfort to my life. So that wraps up that. As far as just the last couple things I want to mention so I do want to shout out my planner that I'm using this year so past years past two years I used a planner called from plum paper it was a totally customizable planner I really did like it it was just huge um, because of the customizations um, I had and it was just a really thick planner Um, and I felt in some ways it was a waste of paper because I didn't use a lot of the items Um, but I got a new planner this year. It's actually technically a 6-month planner, but I know it's probably going to last me more because it's actually an undated planner. So, it's from the Daily Page. I will link it as well. Um but it's a great planner. It is um undated, but the layout is really nice. So, I'll kind of read through the layout. I have it in front of me here. So, it has a whole page per day. And like I said, it's undated. So what I pretty much do is I only use one or two pages a week um, because I it has a pretty extensive to do to, to 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 sorry to do list so that I can just kind of use it throughout the week. So the first um part of the page it has your top three so has top three items that you have to complete that day specifically but like I said I use it for over multiple days and then it has to do's it has about let's see here almost like 12 lines for to do's so that along with the additional top three and then it has for a part for schedule which like I said, that's not something that you can necessarily use every day because your schedule's changing. But I do like it to be able to write my schedule. And then the bottom of that left hand side, there is a box for wellness. And I really like that because I can write things about, you know, what my plan is for Monday through Wednesday at the gym. It just helps me remind myself helps me stay consistent. And then the next side over, it has a part for hydration, so to track your water intake. It also has a part for your mood, so you can record how you're feeling that day. And then sleep, energy, and stress, so it has that. And then it also has um, three lines for breakfast, lunch and dinner to just, um, you can write down what you are meal prepping for that week, what you're eating that day, which I love. I always plan out my meals. That is a key to success is to plan out your meals. And then it has a part for gratitude, which I love. I love um, it has about four lines just to write things that you're thankful for, which I love doing that. I think that's a great way to start your week. And then lastly, it has a box for notes and ideas. So highly recommend this planner. I really do like that it is undated. And that's worked really well for me. So um I use it for mostly work to do's, but I put in other stuff as well. So that pretty much like wraps up this entire episode. Like I said, I will have a graphic um, that I'm going to create because I talked about a lot of items that I'm really passionate about in this episode. And I do want you all to have the links. But if you don't access the graphic in time, it will also be on um, the blog post as well. Um, But yeah, I'd love to hear what your goals are for this year and how you're on accomplishing them. Um, just a reminder, you're not gonna be perfect. Um, but I think it is, um, something that you start each day with that mindset that, you know, you're wanting to accomplish these things and you just put your mind to it. Um, and over time, it will just become easier. Like, I will already say two weeks into working out, I definitely feel like the energy and I'm excited and motivated. I see my body changing, so it just continues to motivate me. Also, if you can have a group of friends, others that will help motivate, motivate you. I have a lot of friends doing kind of the similar goals as I'm doing. So I think that's a great way because to keep everyone on track. But yeah, thanks everyone so much for listening. And like I said, I would love to hear your goals. I would love to hear what you're doing for this year. So feel free to DM me and let me know. Thanks everyone.